Hey, what's up? It's Frick. I've been looking at this New York City subway map that I have here on the fridge in my studio. This thing sort of haunts me. Like it's someone I'm missing who's far away in New York. You know, a place where I've been extremely present and in the moment. It's like a vivid memory. I've actually experienced this in a lot of other cities. I'm, I'm look, I made this list. Philadelphia, Bogota, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., Edinburgh, Scotland, New Delhi, Chicago, Los Angeles, Portland, Osaka. I mean, this is obviously, I've been to every major city in the U.S. I just, these were just ones that came to mind where I was kind of in this state of awareness. I just wandered around these places the first time, not knowing where I was, or basically being intentionally lost. You know, I had the unusual circumstance of being on tour with a circus, and I simply woke up in these places and set out by foot. I just wanted to put the whole thing together to know what it is I was standing in the middle of. Now, in Boston, where I am right now, if I were to just go outside and take a walk, I won't see anything. That feels kind of sad to me. But these places that I saw for the first time in this like state of lostness, these places kind of call to me occasionally when I don't expect it. They, they sort of haunt me, like when I see a subway map like this or an image or I'm watching a movie and I see a scene in one of those cities or I get a letter from someone in one of those cities. I would say that the perfect state of mind is to be totally lost. And, you know, reflecting on it here, I'm aware that I've sought this out. Some people call this having a sense of adventure, but that just doesn't ring true to me because there is so much pre-packaged adventure available to be consumed that it's just ironically predictable. There's bus tours in exotic places and like scuba diving, and jumping out of airplanes. I've actually heard that Mount Everest is infested with crowds and long waiting lines. And for me, it's... I mean, give me a walk up the sidewalk in Manhattan or like an accidental view of... Well, one time I saw this rush of bicycles along the river in Kyoto. And the thing that got me thinking about all of this was this ride on a city bus in San Francisco. I mean, this is a long time ago, but the impression stays with me. I'm the only passenger at 11 p.m. with you know, totally no idea where it's going. So I've never called that a sense of adventure because I don't start anywhere and I never get anywhere. I just, I just, well, I got off the bus an hour later when the driver looked up to me in the mirror and, and he said it was the last stop.
my closest friend, or my oldest friend, or my best friend, or my uh, my kindred spirit, Doug, always referred to this as respecting the journey. Very early on in my touring career um, with Doug, the circus had arrived in Lakeland, Florida, and we set out on foot in this basically randomly selected direction on a road and eventually found ourselves standing in front of a casket factory. So we took a, a walk around the building to see if we could get a peek in a window or whatever. And in the back at a loading dock, we found a guy who asked us if we were lost. I was not aware at the time like how profound that question would be now, 34 years later. And we told him we saw the sign and could not resist having a closer look. So he says, come on up those stairs over there. And we just, like, we joined him on the loading dock. And we got this tour of the various interesting parts of the factory where caskets were being made. (laughs) And we met a number of casket makers who were equally curious about us. I learned some things about the caskets. But I think more importantly, I learned that people like travelers because people want to travel. They want to hear you describe it. They want to be free of themselves. They want to know, I guess they want to know what shape they will take on when they get out of the routine, the familiar, um, or uh, as it was in Lakeland, till they get out of the casket factory. It's funny. Get out of the casket factory. Get out of the, It's like this thing of like, like people say, get out of the rut before you're in a casket. <laughs> Those guys started in the casket. Meeting people made me feel good about the world. Uh, in Virginia, Doug and I happened upon this uh, community pancake breakfast being served in the basement of a church. and We just invited ourselves in and awkwardly got in line. We couldn't tell if it was free or if it was for maybe only senior citizens or homeless people. But then when we sat down and people were warm and they spoke to us and it just didn't matter. Um, It didn't matter if we were supposed to be there, only that we were welcome there. I'm wondering if all this might be just nostalgia for a time before mobile phones, GPS navigation and the San Francisco Muni bus app. And I know, I'll never again have to ask a stranger in a sketchy neighborhood for directions. I can totally rest assured that I will get home to my warm bed somehow, even if it just comes down to me calling an Uber. And I don't think I'll ever need this subway map again. It just, it reminds me of being lost and that reminds me that I like being lost. Thanks for hanging out. My name is Frick. My email address is frick at frickincircus.com. I will see you down the road.